1: Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. And, of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, coming up in about uh, a week and a half or so. We've got full gear uh, uh, with the Enforcer, with me, uh, the Church of Friendos, minus Larson, who's going to be in the happiest place on the planet, allegedly yes. the Disneyland. What are you looking forward to more with Disneyland, the Star Wars stuff or the Avengers campus? So this this will be my kid's first time at Disneyland. So yeah. it's,
2: you know, priority is on what
1: they want to do. Yeah, sure. As long so, as what they want to do is either Star Wars or
2: Avengers, right? Uh eh. I mean, it's, it's it's what they want to do, and so whatever they want to do, we'll do. If we don't get Star Wars, we don't get the Avengers, So be it. I'm sure we'll go what? to Disneyland at some other point. Man, it's going to be crazy you gotta, busy anyway. So you gotta, know, gotta if it's t- a choice you between take
1: care of yourself, man.
2: Listen here, if it's, a, if it's a choice between waiting four hours in line to be the pilot of the Millennium Falcon yeah, ride, yeah, it's worth it. Or or no, or going on like four rides and span those four hours. I'll take the four rides. And oh, wow, four man, hours. you're a bigger you're a bigger man than I. Here, breaking news. This is very exciting. Uh, Tony Khan apparently said in Wrestling Observer Live today that FTR is going to defend the AAA tag titles against Aerostar. And uh, this is a Samurai Del Sol who
1: uh, someone in the chat here says is Kalisto? Oh, that's cool. When? At full gear tonight? 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 That's happening yeah. tonight? A mega uh, a AAA tag titles on the line? Wow. Yeah. Wow. yeah. That's cool. That's really neat. Arrow are they gonna drop Aerostar in? That's I mean, if awesome. they're
2: if they're gonna do it right, then
1: yes. Wow, that's that's amazing. That's really cool. Yeah, you better jump off something. It's this whole shtick or go traveling through time. One of the two things. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. cool. So, anyways, yeah, we got that coming up this weekend. It's gonna be a pretty quiet weekend. I wanna say thanks to all the friendos for hanging out with me and the enforcer over at the MFC here wait, Twitch. What's here. going on this weekend? I said it's going to be a quiet weekend. Oh, I thought uh, you said we have something coming up this weekend. No, quietness uh, at the Twitch channel there. I, don't know, I might goof off on mine. I don't know. But I want to say thanks, everybody. Over at twitch.tv forward slash Steve here. Our core programming at this point is Tuesday nights just watching NXT. Uh, uh, so, I mean, that's what we got going on right now. Uh, I spent so
2: my Tuesday evening finally uh, getting uh,
1: started on Squid Game. We just finished that last night. Oh man, it's so good. It's really good. Do you enjoy the first one so far? Yeah, well, you watched I watched the first two, and they're all okay. They're the, okay. The first, it's all set up. It's all just set up. Once you get deep into it, like five, well, I mean, honestly, like I, the whole thing sucked me in, but like, especially once you actually get into the games and stuff, oh man, uh, it's really, really good stuff. Uh, so, uh, so, yeah, that's all that's going on. We're going to talk about uh, last night's NXT 2.0 episode. Certainly a lot going on there in the NXT universe uh, for us to chew on and maybe talk a little bit of shit about. (laughs) Because, yeah, there's a lot going on. There's an interesting episode. A a candidate. I want you guys to think about this right now, and I want you to think about this, Larson. Think about some of the the, the contestants, the, the candidates, for the cringiest segments of the year as it relates to what we saw last night. Because last night was one of those where if Lacey walked into the room, I would be so embarrassed. I might quit going in. I'm like, look, I can't continue to review wrestling because of this segment.
2: We'll we'll get into that when we talk about that segment. I have some thoughts. I'm a bit conflicted about it, I'll be
1: honest with you. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, well, we'll get to that in a second. But first off, uh, something uh, a uh, kind of serious uh, that, that's going down over there in AEW. So uh, uh, Tony Khan tweeted this out last night said John Moxley has allowed me to share with you that he is entering an inpatient alcohol treatment program. John is a beloved member of the AEW family. We all stand with him and Renee and all of his family and friends as he shifts to his focus to recovery. John is making a very brave choice to get help and we're embracing his choice and supporting him. However we can. I'm proud to call John a friend. And like many of you, I'm also a fan of Mox and look forward to a time in the future when he is eventually ready to return to the ring. Until then, thank you for supporting John and respecting his privacy at this time. Uh, uh, Renee Paquette tweeted today, obviously his wife, said, Thanks for this outpouring of support. John is every bit of the badass we all know him to be. I couldn't be more proud of him for getting the proper help he needs and being given the space to put his health first. Couldn't possibly love this man more. So uh, our thoughts and our well-wishes go out to, yeah. uh, to Mox, to yeah. Jonathan Good. Wish Wishing Mox the absolute best. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, Absolutely. It, it is a brave thing to, you know, say, hey, I have a problem. I need to fix this. We need to, mm-hmm. I need to go get help. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, you know, all the best to him. Let's pivot to how this will affect the world of wrestling, uh, which obviously is, is low on the list of priorities when it comes yes. to, in comparison to a man's health and his yes. well-being. But we cover wrestling here, and uh, it's it's not uh, out of sorts to ask. We're in the middle of this uh, uh, contenders tournament, the eliminator tournament, uh, which the finals are going to be going down at uh, uh, full gear. Common sense sort of said it was going to be Mox versus uh, Daniel Bryanson, Brian Danielson in the finals there. That's a big match uh, and one that I think a lot of us – very interested in seeing. Obviously, yep. that's not going to happen now. Um, if you take a look at the brackets, what is it? I, I was of the opinion that Mox was going to actually deliver Daniel Bryan his first actual loss in AEW. I thought that Mox makes total sense for mm-hmm. Hangman's first challenger. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a former champion. He's doing this uh, murder dad thing right now. Um, Hangman is a new father. Mox is a new father's personal stuff they can mine. Uh, uh, two characters. Uh, you know, that are that are very different, but have their own similarities. That's yeah. obviously off the table now. Daniel Bryan, you'd think would be uh, they would pivot to making him the number one contender. I wouldn't see him taking that title off of Hangman Page and they could totally do a thing where, hey, Hangman is, is proven as bona fides fighting Daniel Bryan, who's got a bit of an edge to, of, of his own. Oh, definitely, definitely. Is that how you see it going now, Daniel Bryan? Well, how they, do you think they're going to do this tournament? They thing?
2: did announce AEW did announce tonight that Orange Cassidy will have a match, um, uh, you know, for the semifinal of that side of the bracket. Uh, I believe that's what the tweet said. Um, so I don't know how they're going to approach that. Whether they're going to, you know, say maybe earlier tonight. I know I think someone suggested here that they have essentially a second chance match. Winner of that match. Go on uh, to take on Orange Cassidy tonight, or uh, if they just if they just select somebody, um, I don't know. I honestly mm-hmm. don't know. Yeah, um, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. You would, uh, I mean, until we know who is going to take on Orange Cassidy tonight, it's hard to really say who would potentially win the finals. You'd think the odds-on uh, pick would be uh, 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 Brian Danielson, mm-hmm. but. You know, if if they were pretty intent on uh, uh, not wanting to do Danielson versus Page yet, then it's entirely possible they go a different direction. I just don't know.
1: Don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think of somebody that sort of – there aren't a lot of people that fill those specific boxes with mocks. If they wanted that to be Hangman's first challenge, a guy who is a former champion. So those are few and far between because you're just looking at Jericho. Yeah, who? Miro. Yeah, Miro. Miro, but I don't know if they'd have Miro. Miro, I I don't think Miro's a big enough. Like, if they go with Miro all the way through, like, let's say that my idea, like, were were you thinking that Mox was going to be the guy to to beat Danielson as well? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. If they were to do that, I don't see Miro. I mean, maybe it's just my own bias because I still don't see him there. He's not a former world champion. How about this? How about this?
2: Cody loses mm. to open the show against Andrade. That yeah. breaks him. He turns heel. Yeah. He says, I want to be in this
1: tournament, and then he goes to the final. Nuclear. Yeah. N- nuclear, especially if yeah. he beats uh, Bryanson. I know. Nuclear. How about I like that? It. You do it. You do the test shirt where he's standing there as a nuclear bomb going off. Because <laughs> that's the kind of heat that would get. <laughs> it would get some pretty serious heat. Yeah. So, yeah, like you said, it's hard to know until uh, we see who Orange Cassidy is gonna fight I, I would I would have to believe though that I mean one of the more obvious choices for um, well no I mean I don't know what's Lance Archer up to these days I don't know we never got a word in, on his, his injury oh my status. god that's right yeah he had that uh, that horrible moonsault he, thing he oh. kind of landed on his head
2: so we haven't really got any uh, firm details on, on injury status mm-hmm. there yeah
1: I see uh, some ideas uh, here in our chat. I'm sorry, were you going to say something? No, go ahead. Go ahead. I see some uh, ideas here in the chat. Uh, uh, Prime Joy Bearding here says Malachi Black. He is firmly ensconced Cody <laughs> on Island. Cody Island, man. He I is not, I, I don't know if he's going to beat anybody anytime soon. Uh, let's see here. Mr. Dope says it should be Hobbs. Uh, yeah, I, I would love that. But as you say, Mr. Dope, it's AW. I don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. CM Punk is doing his own story right now. He, he's doing a thing. He's not qualified to be in this tournament because he's having a hard enough time against guys like Bob Fish. Uh, I would yeah. love for it to be Hobbs. I, I would love for them to push Hobbs. They There's should another, push Hobbs. Yeah, they should. He's push great. Hobbs. Get him out of Team uh, Taz, for God's sakes. Yes.
2: Uh, another couple names here about Pack.
1: Yeah, Pac would be good. Yeah, Pac would be good. Oh, man, uh, Pac versus Brian in the finals? Ooh,
2: yeah, no. That would be killer.
1: Yeah. That would be great.
2: Yeah. That'd be great.
1: I like all that stuff. Um, Yeah. Oh, wow. Dan's rating us. What's up, Dan? Oh, hi, Dan. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is where we pause the podcast and say, welcome, everybody. We're uh, wrestling YouTuber, uh, Twitch streamers, slash YouTuber, slash podcasters. Did Dan tell you guys who we are? (laughs) Hopefully, hi everybody. Hopefully, you guys like wrestling. Anyways, yeah. Uh,
2: I mean MJF is involved in something right now, but if you want to get a a heel Mm
3: -hmm.
2: in the tournament, Mm -hmm. you know, I guess maybe he could wrestle two matches in a night. Yeah, maybe he 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 has his match against Darby at full gear early on, loses that one, comes back, beats Danielson for the tournament. Oh
1: man, that's a big night for him. Yeah. That'd be a pretty huge night. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The, the thing is they have any number of people who could totally fill that spot. It here's the thing. You, there's no unless unless Tony Khan is dead set dead set against uh, 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 uh Daniel uh, uh Brian Danielson mm-hmm. eating a loss in the finals or 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 a loss this finals. early yeah. against yeah. Hangman Page unless he's dead set against that then otherwise why i mean look i don't think there's any problem going with with uh, uh, oh, danielson no. you <laughs> know have him eat a loss to page it's a big deal i mean that's a title shot and you know why you, you don't want i mean i could see the arguments for yeah he's not going to win the title yeah you could you could do that
2: yeah and i think i think ultimately that's one of the reasons you have danielson in the company is to help build up
1: Mm-hmm.
2: The future of AEW.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: You know, uh, Wandering Man of Thirst says Wardlow put him in the tournament. Have him go against uh, Page, but MJF cost him the title shot.
1: I'm not sure. It's a it's a great idea. Not a terrible idea. I think that's good. I'm not sure how many story ripples they can. Af- they they they're going to want. I mean, Tony Khan does seem like the kind of guy who's like he has his roads that he set up, yeah. and I'm not yeah. sure how many ripples he wants coming out of this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, with such a, a a pretty big substitution that he's going to need to have here, so I mm-hmm. don't know. It's it is. Good. It's going to be interesting to see how they pivot and eventually, you know, what uh, the story, what it's going to be. Uh, what the original plan was, if it was going to mm-hmm. be Mox. I mean, for all we know, the entire time was going to be uh, uh, Brian Danielson. Yeah. And totally it, it kind of doesn't matter at this point. You know, you yeah. just plop somebody yeah. in there, either orange Cassidy wins and they have a really cool comedy, you know, match that starts getting chippy towards the finish. And then it gets into a real, you know, vicious mm-hmm. match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, you know, sort of on par with that big news. Uh, w- uh, we also have <laughs> probably bigger news. Heel season two has been announced. It's confirmed by the stars heels on stars, Twitter account. Uh, they said, uh, what is it here? Uh, we made This announcement. This uh, one's for the for fans. Steve. Yeah. 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 Steve, Steve. Yeah. At MF Steve here. Good news. This is, it's happening. Season two. It's back. So, I mean, and this Steve was rejoiced. This is kind of up in the air, man. It's not like people were talking about heels the way they're talking about squid game, but then very mm-hmm. few uh, uh, shows are. Uh, Heels season two. Heels a really fun show. Uh, uh, a great mix of drama of the corniness you'd expect from a drama about wrestling. Uh, uh, d- d- you know this is this is really good stuff. I'm really happy that it got a season two because the way they finished it, there was there was it was a bit of a cliffhanger, but at the same time yeah. with wrestling, everything's a cliffhanger. So yes. it did. You did get some amount of resolution. It did a thing where it could totally go on, but there was enough closure there that I didn't necessarily, if it, if, did, if it, if if it, it didn't, dude. it's not like from what I understand, I never finished glow season three, but I, from what I understand there was a bit of a cliffhanger there. Yeah. And then it's yeah. like, it's is done. You know, it's, it's done. There's it's, it's just done.
2: Yeah. I only watched the first three episodes of heels and I like what I saw. I just, I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't pay for stars. So, mm-hmm, yeah. um, yeah. And once it's, it's available again, the whole thing on uh, Amazon prime, then I'll watch it. I'll catch up. Yeah, Exactly uh, I like what I saw.
1: I liked what I saw. Yeah, no, it's, it's good stuff.
3: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do
1: All right, man. Let's talk about NXT 2.0. Uh, so this week, I'm trying so, to find... So like last week, we had Halloween Havoc, which I thought
2: was a decent balance of of decent, to pretty good in-ring action. Mm-hmm. And there was enough g- goofy charm. Yeah. That it was overall a pretty entertaining show. Yeah. Uh I this week it felt like they maybe leaned a little too much into the goofiness.
1: This was extra good to watch with people. Because when me and the enforcer in our chat is sitting there just clowning the shit out of it, you know you're not getting like, oh, this is compelling TV, but it's good to make fun of. It's it like okay, let's just let's just get it this out of the way. There was two segments that were just completely and totally like the kind of segments where if a family member walks in, you're like, I feel like an idiot for having this on my TV. One of them, we can both agree on the other one. You said you're conflicted by, but one of them, we can both agree on Duke's poker room.
2: What a terrible poker player he is. Terrible.
1: Is it? Let's just rewind a little bit. Big picture. Does Duke Hudson understand like the performer, does he understand that this is a gag and not like a freaking dr- dramatic film role that he's playing? He's playing it so straight. He's playing it so humorlessly. This like, is,
2: this is, this, this is what I think it is. Maybe they asked him, Hey, what do you like doing? I like to play cards. All right. You're a poker
1: player now. And it instantly is like, uh, I don't think the oh, hold here's the thing. I don't even think the guy likes playing poker. See, what what you're about to talk about when it comes to the like the the actual details of poker and how hold clearly on, on. he said ahead. he likes to play cards. He didn't say he liked to play poker, maybe he loves Uno for all we know, okay?
2: Yeah. He just says, I like to play cards. It's a poker maybe, player. You know, you're a poker player, and he he the reason his performance is such as what it is, is maybe he he he, he realized this is garbage and is trying to sink it. <laughs>
1: I hope that's the case.
2: You do enough, uh, you know, two, three, four weeks of bad uh, segments. Maybe they'll just All ditch right. it.
1: Back to the drawing board with you, Duke. Because for one thing, it's clearly just a ripoff of Swinger's Palace. Isn't that what it was called? Swinger's uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Swinger's Palace. Yeah. yeah. Which zero charm to it. Zero charm. With none of the charm. None of it. Duke Hudson thinks that he's the, the performer thinks that he's doing like serious work or he's trying to tank it. Either one. The 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 frustration and just it's he's just he's playing this role so humorlessly. And I'm like, you're wearing a gold vest that looks like it, it was crafted in 15 minutes with fabric from, you know, the Hobby Lobby or whatever. You got 13 gold chains on looks like costume jewelry. And probably is you're you're running the and it's lit like it's a it's a mid 90s porno. And you got Cameron Grimes in there who's who's doing terrific, who does terrific comedy stuff. And they're using this old school trope of idiot who plays who accidentally stumbles into a good with 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 actually, I'm sorry, a very clever pun at the end when he won with twos. And he said, you won with two. He bluffed me with twos to the moon. That was actually funny. I laughed at that because it's so bad. But like it was so it was so bad. It was bad. It's bad from a
2: production standpoint. It's bad from a character standpoint. And if you're if you want me to believe that Duke Hudson is actually good at poker, then actually like read up on poker strategy. Yeah. If you got two aces in the holes and you're just like barely putting any money in. Cause, I mean your if your expectation because what's so what duke said afterward is you you didn't fold with a pair with a pair of twos mm-hmm, yeah if your goal is to have your opponent fold then you gotta start pushing some money in there yeah right yeah you know yeah you still toss a couple of things especially when your opponent keeps checking yeah and doesn't raise yeah if your opponent checks and he just puts a little money in and the opponent just calls on the race i mean like it's gonna go it's gonna go the distance
1: yeah yeah
2: I don't get it i don't get it it was yeah I, mean, I, I, I don't know a ton about poker i know there's various strategies i know we have a friend who's very good at it yeah um i'd like to see his take on on on
1: on on all this i don't because it'd be so embarrassing for him to be like this is what you this is what you guys you have to review this stuff well i'd be like this is a shit. this is kind of, this is kind of lowest priority show
2: we do but uh <laughs> this is one of these kind of talk spend as much, as much time you know talking trash about it as I actually actually it was, um, yeah, it, it,
1: it, but I, I guess my thing is, is, is this, like, if, I don't expect anybody there to be a poker expert. I don't expect Duke Hudson to be a poker expert. What I do expect is some amount of humor placed into his performance. And it was completely into Like it was so on the wrong page. It was so completely tonally wrong. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, why is he playing this so straight? Um, so that was bad. But what, what really, what really just, I felt so embarrassed watching it. Was the Zion Quinn Robert Stone bit? That was the corny. I can't stand this corny shit. Where Zion Quinn, who by the way looks like a million bucks and should not be doing this stuff, is uh, 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 is challenged by Robert Stone to like a, a singing comp, to sing in a dancing competition. Robert Stone does one, and it's just it's terrible. And then Zion Quinn looks like he's about to whoop his ass instead. Uh, uh, they start playing uh, Shawn Michaels theme song, which immediately threw me off because I'm like, holy shit, is he going to show up? Is he going to be like the new general manager? That's kind of cool because he's running stuff there. Yeah. But instead, Zion Quinn starts singing and dancing to his theme song. And I was like, this is the cringiest shit I've ever seen. This is so bad. It's I, I was so embarrassed watching it.
2: It was It was bad. It was bad. I didn't think it was as bad as it probably could have been. What else could I thought have made there's it a worse? Couple, though? I thought there was a couple moments in it that were actually kind of clever that actually made me chuckle a little bit. Is when they start is <laughs> like the first time Stone tried to attack Zion and he turned to a dance move and like dipped him essentially. I was like, okay, that's kind of <laughs>
1: that so bad.
2: And then when he charges him again, he does the dirty dancing thing where he lifts him over his head. I'm like, okay, this is this is kind of clever. Those yeah. those two moments were
1: a little clever. I appreciate, little clever. I appreciate that you found. Some value into it because the entire thing, I was like, "This is." I, I feel the so... setup was bad. You know, Quinn had a a a, a, a decent singing voice. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: uh, you know, it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. There was two little things. Like,
1: okay, that's clever. Yeah, they tried to do something clever with it. I can appreciate the one thing I can appreciate is Zion Quinn. I will say this. That guy gave everything he had to it. He committed to the segment in a way that Duke Hudson ran away from his. So I can appreciate that Zion Quinn stepped out of what must be a comfort zone for anybody and 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 did his best. I will absolutely appreciate the performer for giving it their all when handed something yeah. that a lot of other people would be like, oh, this is so bad. Yeah. Um, so... In that respect, I, I can appreciate it, but I just felt you know, so bad. I I, just, it, I was like, oh, God, this is so bad. It was bad. Uh, I mean, NXT
2: is definitely in the in the period where they're just throwing whatever they can against the wall and see what sticks.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know,
2: and, and while this type of uh, stuff isn't necessarily for me, mm-hmm. I appreciate they're trying to mix things up and not just, because there's plenty of this also on the show, fall back into the usual tropes of pro wrestling. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah. They're try. It it seems like, like with that this bit, they're trying to do something different, you know. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't work. No, not really. But they're trying.
1: Mm -hmm. And
2: if they can find ways to kind of freshen up the the language of pro wrestling for NXT and come upon something that's actually interesting and creative and, and, and is actually pretty neat, then I'd
1: be totally into it. I am. I am really curious to know, and I will probably never know. But, you know, obviously with Triple H uh, recovering from his heart issue, uh, we all know Shawn Michaels is running the show there. I'm really curious at this point if Vince McMahon has just been like, yeah, whatever. Like, it's, it's, it is what, you know, I, I'm done with it. You know, I, I set it up. Me and Bruce set it up. And now HBK is running things. Um, I'm curious, like, if, if he's being thrown directives. Hey, do a singing bit. Because it's like, you know, we all know they're they're just really trying desperately to go after that eighteen to forty nine demographic. That's what, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, That's what we've heard. That's what we've heard. And mm-hmm. I mean, there are certain aspects of the show um that it's clear that they're trying to do that. Um this that kind of thing I don't think is gonna do the trick. But uh but you know, it it, it is what it is. And I I I, I enjoy I actually do enjoy. I have come to appreciate watching the process of trying to figure out what they're supposed to be because it is interesting um and it's not at it moments yeah and and it's not all bad um there they do have some things that that they can uh, they can work with here i there wasn't a lot to go on this week like no.
2: uh, yeah so you know I was thinking I love Andre Chase yeah he was fun tonight that the Zion Quinn segment. That's one of those things that you, you, you watch and you're like, Why are why are they doing this? Mm-hmm. But then you think, okay, this is something they could clip, throw up on YouTube. It's like a three minute thing. they will get passed around. People like, oh, this is ridiculous. And maybe, you know, it'll it'll catch some some get you know, get get rolling there. But then here I'm looking at it. It's got forty seven thousand views, which is not great. Not that great. I mean, the top view getter looks like is the EO
1: segment with Mandy. What'd that get? So that's at 197. I would think anything with Mandy would do huge numbers. Well, relative to anything else on NXT. Um, I think that what you just said is probably their philosophy on stuff like this. Like, hey, let's do some nutty shit and see if it gets any traction on social media. Um, but like the, the the actual substance of it really does kind of matter. And that kind of stuff is just, Oh man, it's a, it's, it's, it's pretty ugly when it's happening. But like I said, hats off to the performers for, for giving it a go. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Robert
2: stone, Zion Quinn, they both gave it, gave it their all.
1: mm -hmm. Yeah, they did. They did. And they, they should be commended for that. But, uh, But, yeah, it's just funny, man. It's like, I don't know. I have no idea who they have over there in ter- besides, you know, HBK running things or what mm-hmm. ideas, how mm-hmm. ideas get through the process of NXT. We kind of have a semi-understanding of how it works on main roster. You have your writing staffs. They filter it up through Bruce Pritchard. He gets it up to Vince McMahon, and then he either rips it all up and writes it himself or not. Um, but with NXT, I don't know. It was a little bit different. I don't know if it was the kind of thing where Vince sort of set it up yeah, and was know. like, hey, run with it, and now I'm You know, I'm hands off now. Or if, if he's hands on, I don't know. Um, kind of interesting. Also, uh, uh, we got the first word from uh, uh, Braun Breaker in mm-hmm. terms of, you know, I actually really liked his promo because it felt genuine in related in relation to the character. He didn't come out like an idiot and say, oh, he got lucky that day. He totally understood. The one thing I don't have experience is. Is what I lack, and that dude set up trap for me after trap, and that's exactly how that match played out. Mm-hmm. And he's pissed off about it, and uh, and he wants to he wants to get to the point where he wants to to wreck em. It's not about wins and losses; it's about
2: wins and learnness. Learn and, and he realizes that he has to learn, yeah, to get some experience under his belt. And yeah, I really liked it. They, they they took the story they told in the match, mm-hmm. had him comment on that story. Realize he got worked uh, His inexperience Potentially cost him the NXT title And now he knows what he needs to work on yeah. You know, and I like that It's simple stuff, but that's how yeah, you right. develop a character With dimension, yeah, rather exactly. than him just screaming On the mic, you want a friend, get a dog You know, <laughs> yeah, right. I don't give a shit yeah. You know, now we're shit. seeing, okay he's, he's understanding, this is what I need to do To get better, now he has to go out and do that
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah yeah. I thought, that, I thought that was solid stuff, and it's interesting to see It's interesting to see where they go from there. And, I mean, it seems like the next challenger for champ is going to be Carmelo Hayes. I mean, from what we saw last night anyways. I was actually – I lost – oh, I was doing so good last night with the Steven Larson channel points on MF Steve here. Oh. I was doing so good. I was winning all those bets. And then it came down to the main event. And I bet on – I figured Trick Williams would eat the pin because he's Trick Williams. And he got three vets in there. You to two, you know, a champion, Gargano and Loomis, but they, they came out on top. Yeah. How I did mean, and and you lose there? Oh, man, I think a lot. So many. I was up to like 2,500. I entered the, listen, I entered the night with like 180. We did. We did. You and I. Well, and I got it up to 2,500. And I lost it all on that main event. Anyways, let's dive into this. Mandy Rose, well, you came got a out. chance
2: at least for your personal, for your personal uh, channel to get those those numbers up for uh, smash them tomorrow.
1: That's true. I know. I need it. Why don't you talk about this Mandy Rose bit, and I'm going to load up the stream for so I can start racking up some channel
2: points. There you go. There you go. So the show opened up with Mandy Rose promo. She said, uh, I've "Been telling you week after week I was going to be champion, uh, and because I'm a woman with my word. I did it. I beat Raquel, uh, became champ." Uh, she says, "With title around my waist." Um, we as the universe were following her every move, and and her and toxic, uh, sorry, every move her and toxic attraction make, and she's like, hmm. Speaking of toxic attraction, where GG and JC and we go backstage, they're laying out Zoe Stark in the locker room. She's holding her knee. Apparently, uh, that that injury is legit. There's a couple times last week during her match at Halloween Havoc, looked like she could have hurt herself.
1: Yeah, 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 apparently that's legit, so that's one reason why EO was, uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, so Mandy says, oh, I taught them well. They run NXT, and there's no one who's going to stop them, and if there's anyone who thinks differently, and then she's interrupted by EO, EO says, I don't like Zoe, but I like you even less, Um, and, uh, you know, I want you right now, and Mandy says, hold on. Everyone in the locker room used to be scared of you, EO, but I'm not. Ref, come out here. And while EO turns around to see if a ref's coming out, Mandy cheap shots her with the mic, sends her to the floor, slams her head in the announce table, then sends her to the ring post, uh, puts her back in the ring. She tells EO, This isn't the old NXT. This is 2.0. You'll never look like me. And then EO uh, hits some strikes, German suplex running knees in the corner. She goes up for a moonsault. And then JC and Gigi come to the ring. Uh, EO tries her best to fend them off. She can't. Uh, and then uh, Casey. Uh, sorry, Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter run out to make the save. So, we're getting that match
1: six woman tag match next week. Uh, yeah, that'll be a good one. Casey and Caden are a lot of fun to watch, so mm-hmm. that'll be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, afterwards, we had Toxic Attraction walking backstage. They walk up to Dakota Kai. Dakota Kai's like, and Manny's sort of like, say, Hey, hey, brother. And Dakota Kai's like, Hey, whoa, I didn't do that at Halloween Havoc to help you, I did it to help end. Raquel uh, and then uh, Dakota Kai heads to the ring. But before we get to see Dakota Kai versus her mat uh, in her match against Cora Jade, we have the first segment of Duke's poker room. So uh, uh, Grimes walks in, Duke calls him easy money. The buy-in is $500. Grimes tosses a lot more than that on the table. Duke says, you know, it'd be easier just for you to give me all your money right now. Save all the embarrassment of, of losing it and striking out with the ladies. And Grimes says, I'm not here for the ladies. I'm here to gamble. But he he thinks he's playing 21. He's like, hit me. Yeah. 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 And then we got Dakota Kai versus Cora Jade. Uh,
2: Down the stretch, uh, Dakota's looking for go to kick. Uh, Cora escapes that, rolls her up. Dakota escapes that roll up, hits the scorpion kick, and then the, the face wash kick in the corner for the win. And then afterwards, she pulls Cora Jade out of the ring to the floor, around kind of like the foot of the ramp and then uh, slams her face into the mat and then pulls out a table from under the ring and just puts it over her head and she Mm. gets on the apron like she's about to do maybe like a stomp or something off the apron she hesitates goes down and like kind of looks at Cora under the table then goes and gets her skateboard
1: and just kind of puts it over her her midsection and then walks off she's conflicted yeah you you thought I was going to stomp this table you're wrong you're wrong yeah uh, after that, I really liked how this was filmed. It just looked good. It, looked, it was very simply filmed, the MSK thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, they're outside, and uh, Carter's like, man, I feel like we're really lacking something without these tag titles. Uh, Wesley says, you know, we've had them for so long, we forgot what it's like to hunt. Carter said, well, maybe we have to reach the lowest of lows to go back to the highest of highs. And uh, Wesley asks, if uh, uh uh is it what we're paying? Is it worth it to get some advice? They start talking about this this person, that that this mysterious person,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and Carter sees uh he's or says he's like this guy has helped millions, and uh and and he came up with the legend of MSK, and Carter's like oh yeah, well tell tell to me again, and so as he's about to explain the legend of the name MSK, this bus rolls by, takes forever, and as it goes. Because it's like it, it's like rolls by in front of between the camera and, and MSK. yeah, in front of
2: camera. for really loud as buses right. are, yes.
1: And so, uh, and then he's like, and that's the story of MSK. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, Lee's like, oh man, that's so great. That guy deserves all the money. He's like, but that, that was our bus right there. And he's like, ah, we'll just walk. So, I'm like, okay, he's like, we got some supplies, well, we it, got then? the supplies. Who is it? Should be Sean Michaels. That's who it should be? MSK. I mean, the heartbreak kid. There's some speculation that they're the must-see kids. You know, I mean, there are similarity. I mean, they're clearly influenced by the guy. Wouldn't that be great? What mm-hmm. if it's his character from that Avengers movie, the oh, okay. J- Avengers Good. of Justice? That's good. Even that better. Guy. Wasn't he like a Yoda guy in that or something? Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Well, you watched the movie. You tell me. I don't remember. It was like almost a year ago. It was. <laughs> I know.
2: Uh, after that, then we had Zion Quinn versus Robert Stone. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, uh, Stone calls out Zion because uh, Zion embarrassed him last week during the Halloween party. Oh, God. So like, what, if Get it was,
1: it? what if it's RVD? A lot of people in chat saying RVD. How oh, that could that be, be something. Oh, man. That'd be something. Uh,
2: Stone says Quinn is jealous of him. Everyone is jealous of him because he can do anything. Says, I'll outsing sing you and then I'll stomp you and I'll pin you one, two, three. And then Robert Stone starts singing Frankie Monet's theme. Not very good. Crowd boos. Stone says, Crowd loved his performance and asked Quinn if he could do better. At first, uh, Quinn says, No, it's interesting, but I just came out here to kick your ass. And then Stone says, What are you, Zion? Chicken? Sion says, all right, let's do it. Play my music. It's Shawn Michaels theme. He sings. Ashley does a pretty decent job singing. It. it wasn't terrible. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. Stone tries to attack him. They, they, he, he, he counters the attacks with dance moves. Mm-hmm. And I actually thought that was fairly clever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they did the dirty dancing bit. When Quinn's uh, letting Stone down, Stone hits him. Things get serious there. Bell rings. Uh, Quinn makes pretty qu- quick work. Of Robert Stone and wins with the jackhammer.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: that should be his new finish. By the way, yeah, it should be. There's because... a couple moves he did. He did did uh, something that looked a lot like Buddy Murphy's old finish too. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, after that, we had uh, a Joe Gacy promo. This was chock full of stock footage. Uh, who knows where they got it from, but whenever he would talk, it's like B-roll. So whenever he's talking to illustrate his point, they'd cut to like, you know, he talks about, uh, he says, he starts off saying the world should be a happy place, but it's nothing but a cesspool full of closed-minded individuals. We live in a world where the goal is to drag people down and hope they fail. And you got cut. cuts to people like arguing with each other, mm-hmm. people on their phones. He says, take social media design for people to share ideas, but now it's full of negative energy. People make judgments based on appearances. That is not inclusion. He hears he calls a man a monster, and they they show a picture of Harland. And he says, why? Because he's tall, because he has tattoos, because he has a shaved head. We alienate a man, but that stops now. And uh, he says, we're going to change the world together. Um, Did you get any clues from this as to what the relationship is? I mean, this is probably some dude he knows. (laughs)
2: It's probably some dude he knows. Yeah, there's probably nothing deeper than this is just some dude he knows. Mm-hmm, yeah.
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, then we get uh, legato walking backstage. Uh, they walk up to Zion Quinn. Electra Lopez says, hey, I didn't know you had that side of him. Quinn says, I have many different sides. And Lopez says, mm, okay, that's something that, that that I could work with.
1: So who knows where this is leading? Um yeah. I mean it they did wanna you know, is do we have a blue chew read today? You're <laughs> no. <Here's> Zion Quinn. <laughs> oh man, you wanna have some of that extra confidence when approaching Electra Lopez. I don't know. Anyways. I mean it had it had all the hallmarks of like, you know, stuff's about to happen there. Anyways, after that we had Kyler Riley and Von Wagner. Von, I'm sorry, Von Wagner and his young boy Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, versus. I <laughs> like the commentary was trying to say that Kyle O'Reilly has taken Von Wagner under his wing. I'm like, have you been watching these video packages? It's the opposite. Clearly, it's the total opposite. Clearly, Von Wagner has taken Kyle O'Reilly under his. I mean, he, they show up to train, and he's like, "No, you're doing it wrong. I know you shouldn't be riding a bike and working on your cardio. You should drive a truck and then carry a... carry this 15 pound branch <laughs> up the hill." <laughs> Oh man, I was doing some of those though. I was, I was, I, I, I have this like little tree thing in my backyard that I think has been messing with my, my dog. Will just go in there looking for rodents or lizards or something. Uh-huh. And I think it's messed up because you guys have those eye problems and there's like yeah, these yeah. branches sticking out. So I like got rid of the thing. I took a saw to it and I just got rid of it, right? And so it you've all, been working out with the tree? Yeah. So because I had to like, train, I, I had to take it, it wasn't like, it's not like one, there's like a bunch of like little branches coming out. But one of them was like relatively large. And so I got it and I sawed it off and I put it on my shoulder and I ran up to the back of my backyard to the third level there. And, uh, and I disposed of like, oh, yeah, this is a heck of a workout right here. But then I'm like 43 and out of shape. So it's that's kind of different than you the elite do that multiple athletes. Times. Yeah. Right. Times.
2: Yeah. And then you'll be in,
1: in Von Wagner shape. This is where I want a lot of those. Oh, that's right. We're calling them MFTs over at uh, the, my channel points are called MFTs. Like oh, here, we right. have channel points They're there because MFT, MFT, that's what we're calling them. I get it. I get so it's it. It's like NFTs. I get it. This is where I want a lot of those MFTs here on this match.
2: Oh, because you, 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 you rightly assumed that Von Wagner was taking this L. Huh? Correct.
1: <laughs> but then he had his foot on the rope or something, right? Yeah, he had his foot on his rope, so it was protected.
2: Such as it was, yes. But an L, I guess in the record books, the L will be an L despite. Uh, Vaughn Wagner and Kyle O'Reilly's apparent protest, which we heard about but never saw. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. This was a fun enough match. Uh, Legato were a fun team. Uh, I thought early on they were going to do a bit where they, we're going to get a can they coexist uh, storyline between Vaughn and Kyle because at one point uh, Raul Mendoza drop kicks Vaughn and that sends Vaughn into his corner right into Kyle O'Reilly, uh, it knocks him off. But it ended up not really playing into anything.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: At all. Yeah. Uh, anyways, at the end, uh, Kyle O'Reilly tags in Von Wagner, and he's like, "Talk a strategy. You go there, I go here." And right as they're about to do that, uh, uh, Raul Mendoza drop kicks Kyle O'Reilly, and then uh, Joaquin Wild rolls up Von Wagner, who apparently had his foot on the roof.
1: Yeah, they're not a terribly good team. So when mm-hmm. you put them in there with an actual team, a really good team, a really yeah, a real good team, yeah, they're they're not going to do great. Uh after that we had a Carmelo Hayes Trick Williams interview. Uh Hayes says, you know, back to business. Of course, when we shoot, we do not miss. Uh we're not doing that Scooby Doo business this week. Andre Chase walks up who's honestly the most for me, for my money, one of the most confident self-aware dudes in the in the company in this brand who knows what he's doing, knows what his role is. It's great. He walks up. He's like, "Hey man, I I'm still alive since you guys had my back last week at that haunted house. I'm going to have your back this week. And Hayes and trick are like, yeah, we're not really sure we want that. And then Mackenzie asks chase, uh, uh, about talk that because of what happened last week, that he might be a coward. He gets pissed off. He says, no one calls me a coward. And because of that remark, someone's getting an ass whooping right now. So his, uh, his Bobby Knight character, is about to head to the, room, to the ring, but yeah. first, more Duke's poker room. Yeah,
2: so Grimes is still in the game. He's not even paying attention. He calls the hand. Uh, he thinks he might be beat. Instead, he turns over a flush. He says, all I have is diamonds. And they're all like, diamonds? You have a flush. And that's when Duke says, enough beginner's luck. Let's play some cards. And I guess that's when Duke turns it on and starts clearing the table, uh, save for Cameron Grimes. And Duke says, you know, hey, you're going to have no shot, whether it be with the ladies or against me, heads up.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we have one more segment later on. But first,
1: Andre Chase versus Braun Breaker. Ooh, bad guy to do it. Yeah. So Chase picks up the mic. He doesn't work. He chucks it. He gets another he mic. He chucked it with like, oh my God. Yeah. Like he it he, he threw it right towards commentary, but it was like at the floor. But man, it yeah, yeah. was great. Uh, he says, I'm not usually the kind of man who responds to baseless rumors, but I was told that people are calling me a coward. He says, normally I'd be furious with anyone who called me that. But what we have now is a teachable moment. What we're going to learn is that Chase fears nothing. And the only one to fear around here is Andre Chase. And then Braun Breaker responds and Andre Chase looks like he shit himself.
2: Yeah, you should, because uh, Braun Breaker wrecked him. Oh, yeah, big time. Wrecked him. Basically a squash match. Destroys him, wins with the uh, uh, his press power slam. Braun gets on the mic and says, last week, uh, I failed. Ciampa set, a tra- set trap after trap, and I fell for everyone. He took advantage of my inexperience, and it's only fair that I say, the Ciampa is the man in NXT. So, he says, nothing that pisses me off more than losing, and if Ciampa thinks we're done, he's wrong. I'll get another shot of the NXT title Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at Bluenile.com.
1: That's Bluenile.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a
0: storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach, with your people, and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com/slash
1: AI for all. I'm gonna die trying, get a dog. Uh, after that, we had an Imperium interview. I like these. My only thing about it is that I wish it wasn't presented as if it's live because the translations I, I love them talking in their, in their native language, I think it's great. They have the, the subtitle translations. They're happening in real time. So like prior to them actually speaking. So I just wish it was given a different visual language so that it what didn't come off like this is happening live. Why am I? Why is the translator uh, 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 assume, you know, jumping the translating
2: what they haven't said yet?
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's what it is, because as soon
2: as they start speaking, the entire sentence
1: pops up. up, Yeah.
2: So it just it just sort of time travel aspect well it's obviously these are scripted promos yeah and there's nothing live about it and yeah. I guess that's the thing I agree with either either do it live and and either do no translation mm-hmm. or, or or you know have them put a little English here and there to punctuate things mm-hmm. yeah. yeah or or do these pre-filmed you know
1: yeah and Forster says even a moment ago before the pro you yeah, it says moments ago exactly that would make sense this is earlier little thi- today just li- little things like that to make it less you know, Subliminally confusing. Yes. Anyways, uh, Bartell says after their outstanding performance, they are the tag champions. Eichner says nobody can keep up with them, and then uh, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane walk up to them and congratulate them. JC says, uh, "We just found out we've got a six woman tag match next week, and we think uh, uh, we should watch, or we we think you should watch us." And uh, Bartell, they walk off, and obviously Imperium are enthralled with the uh, Toxic Attraction. And Bartel uh, looks over at Eichner, says, "The mat is sacred, but America has its benefits." So,
2: and then after that, Again, we had lashing out. You, what is it? Blue, pro-
1: Blue Chew, promo code uh, G I R. Something like that.
2: Yeah. The <laughs> uh, <laughs> next we had lashing out with Tony D'Angelo. I know Steve is looking forward to this.
1: Uh, I love this. I absolutely another guy who just knocks it out of the park. <laughs> I love this stuff. So first up, Lash uh, gives some grades to the costumes from Halloween Havoc. But then more importantly, she introduces Tony D'Angelo. Finally, hey, Tony's here. So he takes a seat and Lash gives him, with good reason, some shit about her producer disappearing. Yep. Lash says, but Tony's in for a surprise because Mark is here in the studio. And, La- and Tony was like, hey, what am I, a magician? how do he disappear? So she brings out Mark and he's sure enough, he's in a sling and Tony's like, Tony has all this oddly specific info about his family and his location and his address and stuff. And he's like, Hey, say hi to your family. Yeah. You, you know, he, this guy over, he's got a maid. He got the family, you got the house with the sing and with the swing in the front. Hey, tell, tell, say hi to your sons. And he, he says their names. It's like Frankie and Johnny or whatever. And uh, and he does. And, of course, Mark is being very apprehensive about the whole thing. And uh, he was like, uh, Tony tells Mark to tell Lash that everything is fine. He's like, tell her everything is fine. You know, he's all threatening the guy right in front of everybody. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Tony says his goals are to make some money and hurt some guys along the way. He calls out Loomis, Gargano, Pete Dunne, Champa, And uh, Tony says he wants to wrap it up. And Lash is like, no, nobody tells me when to finish. <laughs> so he slips her some money. Tells her to go get something nice. Mm-hmm. I thought this was hilarious. I think Tony D'Angelo is great. He he knows his character. I'll give he, him that. Yeah, well, yeah, he does, because you can see it in like character. 50 different movies out there. So And TV shows.
2: Uh, after that, we had the in-ring debut of Solo Sokoa taking on Jeet Rama. Another squash match. Solo wins pretty uh, easily and convincingly
1: with a splash off the top. Yeah, it was a stiff one, too. Yeah, it was. He got air on it and just dunk, landed on this poor Jeet Rama. Apparently, Jeet Rama's been in developmental since 2015. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's getting some TV time now. Yep, yep. Uh, we had a Briggs and Jensen video package where uh, they are, it's like an odd couple, but, like, they're not. Like, one dude yep. is with his buddy playing cornhole. The other guy is with his buddy playing horseshoes. One guy likes his steak, uh, super like a uh, super cooked. The other guy likes it uh, rare, medium rare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, this feels.
2: Go ahead. This feels like a can they coexist situation. Well, everything is now. Yeah, they're 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 highlighting their differences. The one thing they have in common is it's like fight, be tough. Yeah. Uh, but they weren't even doing these 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 uh, recreational activities together. No, they like weren't. learning from each other. You yeah. know. Maybe Briggs doesn't know how to play cornhole. Maybe Jensen doesn't know how to play horseshoes. Yeah. This seems like these could be team building exercises for them. You know, uh, Jensen could cook up a, 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 a super overdone steak and try to convince Briggs, hey, this is good. Vice versa, Briggs would say, this is how you're supposed to eat a steak, medium yeah. rare. Yeah. And this is why. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't get why they were having, they were doing these things separately when they're supposed to be a
3: team.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh." It was like here, this is
2: this is a, a vignette for our team. Let's highlight every single one of our differences. The only thing that we have in common is we like to fight.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess that's the point of it, right? Like I'm trying to think it of is the point. Po- I'm trying to think of the point of it, you know? And I guess I mean my okay, my main issue with the with the can they coexisting. I'm not opposed to that because the, the odd couple is a is a tried and true trope. It is, right? They, they go to the, they go that well too often. That's the so, issue. So that to me is it's not it, it's not the number of times they go to it. My problem is when they do like the Big E Drew McIntyre or when they did it with like the uh, the the participants in the Crown Jewel Women's Smackdown match. It's like mm-hmm. why are you doing it? Like w- they're about to have a match. Why should they coexist? These guys found each other in a bar, had a bar fight, uh, fought the rest of the bar, I guess, and then came together like that, right? so there's there's not a lot of common ground there in the first place, besides they like to drink, they like to fight. I just don't know what the point of this was
2: that's what I'm saying. If the yeah. point of this was they're learning about each other, then yeah. they kind of have to do these activities together, yeah, instead of separately, yeah. So there's th- this 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 package seemed to completely highlight their differences without them
1: making any effort to bridge those differences. You know what I mean? On top of that, one of these guys clearly is playing a character and I don't even know about the other guy. Jensen seems relatively legitimate. Briggs comes off as like the the most not legi- like I just don't believe anything he's saying or doing. Like I've I've seen him in other wrestling things before, and this just not it's obviously not him. He's playing a character. Yeah. So like, why can't you go down that route? It's like, hey, I don't know. I know nothing about Briggs beyond the, you know the few things that I saw. But it's like, hey, I was just dude in a bar looking for a drink, and then this guy. And it, like, why does he? Have, why do they both have to be like similar but different? I don't know. I don't get the whole thing. It's like I thought that the whole point was that they were like kind of the same. You know, I know I, know. I thought that was the point. Why do you have to well, shoehorn the, the fact that they like their stakes different? Well, I don't buy that. It's like, but if, if there's if there's no
2: sure they like to fight, they have that in common. Otherwise, they're seemingly that's what they want to tell us completely different people. Yeah. But if you're going to highlight that, have them have highlight that while they're doing things together. So they're learning about each other and their bond. is about more than just fighting.
1: You know, <laughs> I like this. Jonathan says cooks his steak the, the way von Wagner would cook it. What if like they should, that's what they should do. It should be like a swap situation where they're like, Hey, you know, I got more in common with von Wagner and the other guy's like, I've got more in common with Kyle O'Reilly. I like mountain biking. And then they just like swap partners. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I, don't I, don't I just don't I, don't, I don't get the point of it. I anyways, don't get it either. I don't get it either. After that, we had a uh, Boa versus Grayson Waller. No, this was the match that I won all those points on. Oh. I got both of these right. I think that with the combination of them, those MFTs came my way. Um. Anyways, La Knight was on commentary. That should have been the first clue that La that uh, Boa was going to win this yeah. match. Because uh, uh, Knight leaves commentary, distracts Waller. Boa hits a head kick for the win. Mm-hmm. And of course, LA Knight walks away. So I'm sure next week, LA we're gonna Knight get Grace Waller Grace versus Waller LA Knight, get, yes, or, or I was that, gonna say yeah. no. It'd be one week where yeah, Grace
2: Waller, Waller costs LA Knight so yeah, a match, and exactly. then they'll have their match, and then LA Knight will probably win that. Uh, mm. Go back to Duke's poker room. So uh, uh, this is a situation where where as mentioned earlier. So I think the this is pre flop. So uh, uh, they have their whole cards. So uh, the whole point of this is that Duke wants Grimes to fold. Mm-hmm. So pre-flop, he just puts in, I think he says 500. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. Uh, sorry, first Grimes checks. Duke puts in 500. Uh, and then a card, 1,000. And then the the fifth card comes out. And the Duke's like, all right, all in. Mm-hmm. And granted, I don't know a ton about poker strategy, but it just seemed like the strategy was off. If your goal... So if your goal if you have two aces, yeah, is you want to try milk money out of somebody. Right, yeah. So to, to try to milk money, you gotta put a little bit more than five hundred, you know, when mm-hmm. you got a st- stacks of chips. Yeah. You know? And so and and at the end, all in. Well, if he's gonna call, odds are he has something pretty good. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're walking out of the hand with fifteen hundred dollars. You know? Yeah. yeah it's right. like from a strategic yeah. standpoint, it didn't make much sense. Yeah. Anyways, Grimes doesn't fold, Instead, he calls uh when when Duke goes all in and uh, and uh, and uh, he says, oh, typical Grimes, because you're going to come up short uh, Grimes turns over his pair of twos. He's got a full house. Hudson only had a pair of aces.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he did the to the moon thing, I said, you, get, I you beat know. me with a pair of twos to the moon. Oh, that was funny. It's uh, just not
2: it's not it's not good stuff. And like if they're going to. I just feel like if if I'm supposed to believe that Duke is good at poker then research how someone is good at poker when you, you write know, this stuff.
1: I, I kind of don't even care about that to be honest. I mean, that's a good point. They should. They should. You'd think that'd be the bare minimum, but whatever. Yeah, that'd be the bare minimum. Duke plays this so humorlessly. If it was like swing, I don't remember anything about the actual card playing in Swinger's Palace. I think they were just betting on matches or something. It was like, yeah, I think so. Bets. It was completely secondary. <laughs> yeah, right. Like the, the The actual casino game aspect of it. So, like, you don't need to be so specific with all your poker playing with this. It's like, but you need to have some sort of chemistry, some sort of like comedic cook. Duke is playing this like so seriously. It just it it, it was I was like, why, why are you doing that? Yeah. But maybe you're right. Maybe yeah. he's trying to tank it. After that, we had a Kaylee Ray I video package similar know. to last week. She's uh, going to be showing up soon. She's still in that rage room, though. Uh, then we had a very quick, uh, Tian Sha video package. Bo walks into the, into the room. May Ying is no, she's not there this time. That's right. He kneels. Yeah. He turns the camera. Then all of a sudden he's got this really cool looking face paint on.
2: And then he does the smoke thing that, that she had been doing.
1: Yeah. So is he now the final Is she getting called up also to,
2: I don't know. Maybe they realized that, that may Ying and the brightly lit. It doesn't work. Uh, uh, arena
1: does not work. Yeah, why don't they, dude? Look, Xia Lee's about to show up uh, in uh, on, on SmackDown. Smackdown put him together know. as a tag team. They need tag teams. They do. They, they do. were faction uh, together.
2: Uh, then we got a Tommaso Champa promo. Uh, he says Halloween Havoc was all about the changing of the guard in NXT. There was a shift. They had a bunch of new champions, and Braun Breaker was supposed to become new NXT champion. Problem was, no one told that to Champa. He declares himself the god of NXT says with that title comes great responsibility he's got a target on his back and this is usually the time I believe he's going to say when someone steps up and uh, uh, he's interrupted by Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. Carmelo says I hate to be that guy but I'm going to be that guy and uh, I I, I say this with all disrespect uh, I'm the one that's come out to put you in check. He says if you look around it's not about y'all anymore. Y'all I I believe referring to uh, NXT veterans. Mm -hmm, Yeah. There's a new school on the rise, and I'm the leader of it. And I want to tell you this, as long as I'm an NXT with North American championship, you will take a back seat to me. I'm the A champion, and that's it. Mm -hmm. And and, then Champa says, uh, Carmelo, you almost had me. And then uh, you took off your glasses, and I looked in your eyes, and I thought to myself, damn, he doesn't believe a (sighs) word he's saying. He says, but if you want to prove yourself, if you're feeling froggy, then jump. Mm Mm-hmm. And then Trick says, "Well, we're in the main event tonight. The world came to see Trick and Carmelo." And then Ciampa just
1: hits—sucker oh, punch! That Trick. was great. That was awesome. This next moment was really fantastic too, because then Champa leaves, and then the way show up. Gargano's their match, obviously. Gargano comes down, and then they have a moment where Gargano looks at the title and is like looks at Ciampa. He's like, "It's been a long time." And I was like, "Oh,
2: it was nice." <laughs> I like that when Johnny first comes out, like Ciampa has his back to him, He's kind of looking over his mm-hmm. shoulder. And Johnny acts like he has a crutch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Him. That was
1: it was funny. good. I love that stuff. That was really good. It's pretty funny. Uh, so uh, so yeah. And then we come back from commercial and we get that match: Johnny Gargano and Dexter Loomis versus Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. Of course, the the the, the highlights of this. This is actually a really fun match. Mm-hmm. Gargano mimicking his son-in-law's stuff, doing the moving around on his hands thing, mm-hmm. you know, at the knees, and then uh, uh, just Loomis freaking out. Uh, Carmelo, Hayes, and Trick Williams are really playing up the comedy aspect of stuff. So I, th- I thought that was a really fun match.
2: It was fun. It was a fun match. Uh,
1: in the end, uh, Carmelo and Trick Williams were able to pick up the win, thanks to a distracted ref and Trick Williams whacking uh, Loomis on the head with a shoe. hmm Yeah. And then uh, Carmelo got, uh, yeah, that awesome top rope leg drop of his for the win on Loomis. Yeah. So,
3: yeah. So,
1: yeah, that was good stuff. Yeah, it was a fun bout. Fun yeah. bout. Anyways, let's go ahead and answer some questions. We y'all want to load up some highlighted messages here on the Twitch, I will check to see if anybody dropped us any questions over here on the Sounds good Patreon. Looks like we've got six. Patreon is a new app here. Oh, here we go. Okay. Oh really? Uh, um, yeah. I got
2: this from yeah. White Brownie, says Nova Kell last night. Is it safe to say she's pretty much done with NXT? She'll have uh she'll 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 have the, the story with Dakota, and then after that maybe.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're definitely gonna do the thing with, uh, with, uh, with Dakota and Raquel. David Matushek says, should Duke's poker room continue as a starter for future feuds? I always loved how they did. I mean, if they're gonna rip off Impact, did it so well, it was like, it, it, it was sort of like the glue, you know? Like it would always go back there, mm-hmm. and like people would show up, and stories would start, and and some stories would end. It was sort of the glue of impact. I really liked it. It sort of expanded the universe a little bit. Uh, I mean, if it continues in this way, as it's such an isolated thing, just for Duke to like get mad at people, it's not going to work. Like, make it a more of a living, breathing type thing, and add yeah, yeah, some yeah. shit to the background. It's like, it's. I mean, in my in my head, when I'm remember remembering it, there's like it's like all just in darkness, and there's it like is. one. Yeah, there's like a couple people. What in you're there. asking
2: for? You want to see the back walls so you can see all the shadows on them, like the head Swingers Palace.
1: <laughs> well, you're NXT. You can afford just you know, like some real TV production. Uh, <laughs> Impact really uh, needs to uh, add something to that. No, Jeremiah P
2: says. So we got the poker player gimmick, then the karaoke and dance match last night. What other game night slash night out with friends scenarios do we see in 2.0? Uh, Jeremiah says I think we get Tony D'Angelo going after someone for the debt they owe them on betting horses
1: yeah, well it'd be like that scene in uh, Mean Streets where they're mm-hmm. at the pool hall and they have a big fight at the pool hall so like, pool is the answer all right what are they like idiots,
2: uh, uh what other game night games could could they have a thing well I mean, like have someone be really good at Trivial Pursuit
1: oh yeah and that's their gimmick yeah there you go. It's just smart. Yeah, just a guy who has a lot of useless knowledge. Uh-huh. But it pays off because they play trivial pursuit. Exactly. Uh, Joe Hansen says after Mo uh, Boa and May Ying uh, Oh, if it's the if this is the end of May Ying's character, what was your favorite TN Shaw moment? <laughs> There weren't a ton of them.
2: No, there weren't.
1: There were not a ton of them.
2: No. Their music was really good.
1: Their music was really good. Most. Their their origin story vignette, the animated really thing. Good. Yeah, the an- really I'll, so I'll go with that. The cartoon. There the Tien Shaw cartoon. Yeah, that was really good. Uh, <laughs> and favorite for, customer. Enforcer says the game night should be red light, green light. <laughs> oh gosh.
2: Uh, Favorite customer, who are the next three 2.0 guys to win the NXT title? So they got themselves in a situation here with with Carmelo. You know, he says when he shoots, he doesn't miss. Mm -hmm. So if he's going to take aim at Ciampa on that title.
1: Well, what, what did we say last week? I think it was last week. How... Given how much we know Like the only person that Shawn Michaels Taking a picture with is Carmelo Hayes We know he loves Carmelo Hayes Right Probably regrets He probably was like "Whoa, I thought Vin Man was going to have Braun Breaker be the first champion But he called up me and was like Left it to me But I already put the North American title On this Carmelo Hayes guys But I really love him So now he's like Hey Hey Vin Man How about Carmelo Hayes Is a double champion (laughs) <laughs> so maybe it's going to be Hayes. It could be. I would not be surprised. I mean, in no particular
2: order, I would say Hayes, Braun Breaker. And then Gacy. after that, yeah, after that, it'd be Gacy. Be
1: Gacy. Yeah. Uh, Moses opposes. What matches would you put together for takeover to attempt to maintain the high level people expect from a takeover? I'd go Champa Gacy. I'd go, I'd go
2: Champa Hayes.
1: Well, don't you want to spread it out a little bit, though? Because Gacy's a good wrestler, he's a he really is. good
2: wrestler. They just had a match not that long ago, so I
1: just something new. Okay, okay. Something Champa new. Hayes, um, Gargano, Gacy. He they both have big guys, Loomis, yeah. Loomis, and, and yeah. Harland. Yeah, that could work. Um, you'd probably go. For TakeOver, you're going to do Dakota Kai versus Raquel Gonzalez again. Yes. And yes. that's going to be a good match.
2: That would be good. That would be good. Um, uh, probably
1: EO and Mandy. EO and Mandy. That actually would be a good match. That's going to be a good match. What would I mean, you...
2: They'll actually probably do Gargano and Hayes for the North American title. That's what yeah. they'll probably actually do, and that'll be really good.
1: That'll be good. What would Shamba, what would Shamba do then? Von
2: Wagner. That's a bad idea. (laughs) It's a bad idea. Uh, White Brownie, so EO is obviously pinning Mandy next week, which will lead to a title match at the special event TakeOver next month. Will that be EO's last match in NXT before getting called up?
1: I'll believe it when I see it. Yep. I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, oh, Oh, this is a good question. From the enforcer, how long before Duke needs a loan from Tony D'Angelo? Where could that story go? Maybe it loosen Duke up a little bit. Maybe, maybe Duke, Duke needs to go to Ch- Andre Chase University. Maybe you know. Maybe this is just the direction
2: he's being given. You got to play this super serious. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I understand the idea that you know Grimes is so goofy. You need something someone for him to bounce off of, but there's yeah. like, there's nothing there. There's no charm to it. That, yeah, that's right. what yeah. I have to yeah. take issue with more with it than not being funny. There's just no charm to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Like he tries to, he tries to be charming, but there's no charm to it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Xavier gray says uh this isn't related to NXT 2.0, but I've been rewatching the mayon Young Classic 2017, mm. and I have to ask, why did WWE just suddenly give up on Kyrie? Sane? they just didn't know what to do. Yeah, they just they they have a hard time crafting stories in a in a form of entertainment that really requires you know how to tell stories.
2: Yeah, it's kind of like the most important part of of professional wrestling. From a from a, a booking standpoint, it's telling stories. Yeah, you got to know how
1: to tell stories, and they don't really do that very well. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> all right, That's going to do it for us. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Twitch chat, stick around. We'll answer some more of your questions. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. <clears throat>
2: got some <clears throat> subs here. Maggie Ooh. gifted
1: a sub to Dan. Thank you, Maggie. Also, a bunch of others. She gifted, like, five more subs mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. that. It's not letting me do that.
2: I'll, I'll get to it. Dabbing with Dan with the sub for four months. This so here's many more. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Excuse
1: me. And there's May. Okay. Double to Maggie gifted to double wave Jordan plus alpha Tyler putt, putt junior and Silvis the slayer. Thank you, Maggie, man. I watched the, the, what we do in the shadows last night with the siren. Yeah. Wasn't that funny? No. Like it had all the makings for good comedy, but it just wasn't really like it was the same one no. where they had the no, was that the same one? Uh, I think it was the same one where the doll ran away, and it just it wasn't really that funny. That seems to be the whole season like there's makings for good stuff, but
2: rarely does it re- really feel like it comes together. Yeah. yeah, like we finished the season and it kind of ends in almost, almost kind of a cliffhanger a little bit, mm-hmm. but uh. Again, there's ingredients there. I just don't. I don't know. Didn't really feel like it. Rarely did it really connect.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: All the pieces. Except for the Atlantic City one. That was good.
1: Yeah. That was a Baron episode. Yeah. The Baron 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 episode episode was good uh half uh, her can sub for five months thank you very much thank you uh hurricane also uh, gifted a sub to steve-o thank you very much oh thank you bear winning says who would you put in a chase university faction you'll need one to three guys and one to three women that way you can have a mid-card guy a tag team oh, well, that's a lot of people uh chase university faction
2: um, I kind of feel like it needs to be... This is what they should do. So every time they sign a new performance center class...
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then they have to actually go through Chase diversity. That's good. I'm not entirely sure they don't. Because, <laughs> like, that class is filled with somebody.
2: Yeah. But, I mean, like, for reals, where he actually, you know... Yeah. They actually do something beyond just a couple backstage vignettes. hmm um, That way... You know, there's stories you can tell during that period, and then when the new class comes in, you know, you got a, a fresh new faction that could mm. be fun.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Uh, Profound magician says so. Odyssey Jones isn't a big player on NXT like we thought he would be. Yeah, it's kind of interesting.
1: Um, yes, that is actually very interesting. I figured that he'd be like a slam dunk, but me too, uh, me too. Again, we're not there. We're not backstage. We don't know what they see, what they don't see.
2: Uh, White Brownie says to you, grizzled young veterans beat Kushida and Ikamin Jiro on two Oh five, by the way.
1: Why don't they rebrand? You know, I I shouldn't bug me. It really shouldn't bug me. It bugs the crap out of me that it's called two Oh five live still. I know me too. Like I, I'm sure it's not as easy as just like rebranding because they've got like maybe TV deals or like on Peacock, they have to like, do yeah. stuff maybe they have to start like a different but it just bugs the crap out of me I don't know why it shouldn't
2: I mean I understand it takes time to have those conversations to get assets and stuff but you'd think that I mean, it's been several weeks since they started it's been a while, while now it. it's been a, it's been more than a couple weeks yeah it's been a while like you think at that time it, it doesn't seem like to me a situation where they can't do it or they have to take time to it I still feel like it's a priority so they don't really give a shit
1: you know, what is the, uh, what is the, I want to look at it. What, where, where is, what is it on Hulu?
2: Yeah. Or Peacock is it on Hulu. It's far, I mean, I know the old episodes are on Peacock. Tell me, I tell me
1: where else. I can find 205 live, please.
2: I think it is on Peacock. I think it's main event. That's only on Hulu or, or debuts on Hulu. Um, uh, mm, yeah. Go Dang ahead. MQ. When solo goes up to Maine, well, they acknowledge his brothers. Yes. I mean, they kind of do on NXT.
1: Yeah, yeah, they they kind of do. They make reference to, yeah, they're, they're sort of abstract about it, but yeah, absolutely, you can't not. I mean, dude, he 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 just looks like exactly them. Be weird if they didn't. Uh, let's see here, dabba e. I was just curious about. Oh, here we go. Featured series. Hmm. Uh wait a second. Hmm. When we get done with uh UK? Yeah. Doesn't it usually go to a 205 live? Yeah, an older one. It's not in featured series. Well, if you search for it, like everything else is. Hmm.
3: 205.
1: Results here we hmm. go. 205 live. All right. The latest episode? Okay, there we go. Odyssey Jones versus Roderick Strong. When that was, was this last week, right? October fifteenth.
2: No, that was more than last week. It was quite a while ago.
1: I'm. Kidding. Is it still? Do they still have like the uh, the opening intro? That's what I want to know. Oh yeah. I mean, somebody in chat probably got to tell me that. All right, we got that. I think they're just going to launch into the show. God, this opening graphic is so long. Yeah, I know. It's fucking 25 seconds long. Jeez. It's 30 It's a full 30 seconds long. That The end now forever together shit.
2: It's so long.
1: Yeah, all it is is just, yeah, it's just uh, like they focus on the NXT branding, but then they have like one random board up there that says 205 Live. That's so weird. I'm going to see if the uh, – do they even have a Tron in their ring? Everything else is the same. We got Briggs and Jensen versus who are these guys? I don't even know who they are. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, don't at, know. Le- at the very least, they don't do that intro anymore with like the little two hundred five guy. Apparently, he's I mean, been, he's been retired. Sir,
2: it's got to rebrand the whole thing.
1: Just, just do it. Call it uh, NXT Dark. Something like that. NXT motivation. Two point one motivation. L oh, two point one. That's good. That makes sense. Anyways, <clears throat> uh, raid somebody. Yeah, let's let's raid somebody. We got a healthy crowd here. Rift
2: tracks. They have a Twitch channel. Rift tracks. What's Rift tracks? Isn't that the, uh, the 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 follow up to uh, Mystery Science
1: Theater? Oh, Not yeah, 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 people. yeah, yeah they, yeah, they do, yeah. What is Good what Day Internet?
2: Watching a movie.
1: Uh, let's see here. Bruce Green says he's unpacking. What is he unpacking? Oh, that looks like a video game. I is there it was a actually, video game called it, Unpacking? Thought, oh, yeah, it does look like a video I game. I thought maybe it's he was unpacking. actually unpacking stuff.
2: That's interesting. The Sweets is on. Alien Isolation. Is it just uh, Tyler Tyler Breeze? Yep.
1: Breeze. Oh, oh! it's time for our uh, Tuesday oh. bet about Black Mass Official. Okay. I think it's going to be the dude with the glasses that's there all the time now. One guy. Yeah, I think it's just going to be the one. The one it's going to be just the one, the one, one guy? All right, here we yeah, go. Yeah, the one dude. Let's find out.
2: The Matthews on. Let's raid Matthew.
1: Yeah, we're just gonna. Oh, hey, we got it right. It's just the one dude. Yeah, it's kind of been. It's kind of been the case for a while. Yeah, we're gonna bug Matthew. We're gonna do that. That sounds good. That sounds good. Um, Matthew, start raid. All right. Give him our love because we love Matthew. He's terrific. We do. We do. And uh, hopefully, we'll see all of you guys tonight for our A and IW recap. Talk to you guys later. Goodbye.